the thirteenth station, Jesus is lowered from the cross. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. More than thirty years earlier, Jesus had left his heavenly Father's home and traveled to this world. We may think of him as God's prodigal son, who went off to a foreign country and spent himself for the good of the people of that country. He opened their blind eyes to God's light, and he opened their ears to the words of the gospel. Finally, on a small mound of earth called Calvary, he gave away the substance of his body and blood on behalf of that sinful people. Taken down from the cross of execution, his body was placed in the arms of his mother, who still recalled the first time she held him in her arms at Bethlehem. Is it possible that she recalled also that the pierced hands of Jesus had once been warmed by the breath of oxen? Is it possible that her eyes filled with new tears as she remembered that she had once nourished his body with food from her own? Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be worthy of the promises of Christ. Yes, Mary, this is not Bethlehem, but Calvary. Those hands who once accepted the gifts of the Magi have now been pierced with rude nails. That brow in which divine majesty made its throne is now wearing a crown of piercing thorns. Those feet that were once too small to bear the weight of divine omnipotence are now again unable to walk. Between Bethlehem and Calvary, dear Mary, lies the chasm of sin. Be my intercessor at the throne of justice and mercy. O mother of sorrows and help of sinners, I come now to you, Mary, as a repentant prodigal, wishing to draw from your heart the seven swords. By the cross with you to stay, there with you to weep and pray, is all I ask of you to give. The fourteenth station, Jesus is laid in the tomb. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. The world showed little hospitality to our blessed Lord, who is the master of life and death. For his birth, there was available only a rough and ready shelter for animals. For death, he was given the hard bed of the cross, with a crown of thorns as a pillow, and his hands and feet were tucked into that bed with nails. The glory of his birth was hidden in the least of the cities of Israel. The meaning of his death was hidden from human eyes in the greatest city of the world. Born in a stranger's cave, buried in a stranger's grave. Thus did Christ teach us that human birth and human death were equally foreign to him, for those things are foreign to God. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be worthy of the promises of Christ. Sweet Jesus, now I understand, as your lifeless body is placed in the tomb of a stranger, that the law of life is also the law of death, that everything that lives must also die, and that nothing dies without something coming to life. And you have shown me by your life that unless there is a cross, there can be no empty tomb, that unless there is a crown of thorns, there can be no heavenly crown, and that unless the body be scourged, it can never be glorified. With the joy of your resurrection before me, I ask for the strength to endure my cross and to share in your suffering until that next resurrection day when in the heavenly Jerusalem all tears shall be wiped away. I pray also, O Lord, for all whom this world rejects and to whom it denies any hospitality. 
Welcome them, loving Savior, into your kingdom, where you reign forever and ever. Amen. While my body here decays, may my soul your goodness praise, safe in paradise with you. Amen.